0: Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us.
1: Hey Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 34, Living Your Best Life.
0: To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com, and while you're there, check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness
1: Phenoms. So today we're talking about living your best life, and I know you know, I think a a lot of times in life, we kind of fall into this like stagnancy, almost like this place where it's almost like life is running us, and not so much we're running our own life. And uh, I think it's really important that, you know, throughout life, we try and maintain, I guess, some level of control of our lives, um, at least to the point, you know, where we're able to like enjoy life and, you know, really just enjoy what we've been gifted. You know, um, I think that's sometimes something that we often lose sight of, you know, um, cause life does kind of become monotonous sometimes.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, with, with all the really requirements of life and in the day to day and, you know, going to work and, um, family and uh, relationship needs and, and, Along with all the unknowns that come up, um, which really, you know, that's one thing I think is that the unknowns are really never ending. They're always something that comes up that you're not expecting or um, that you need to partake in or, or uh, take care of. Um, and I think that, you know, as those things kind of grind and grind on you, you can get in a situation where you really, really are at the point kind of in a survival mode rather than um, really taking advantage of the things that you do have. And, um, I think that, you know, when you get to that point, um, kind of being able to see and kind of plan to where you want to go to kind of get out of those, those ruts.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I think a lot of times like, you know, the ruts that you're talking about, I think like sometimes that stuff can kind of almost become kind of depressive, you know, or, um, to the point where life just kind of almost feels unfulfilling maybe, Yeah. um, not that it's not, I mean, a lot of the things that we're doing are probably good. Like you said, right. Like work, you know, finances, family, things like that. But sometimes we get so stuck in like that, that mode of, I have to do right. Like I have to make sure my bills are paid. We've got to make sure we have a roof over our heads, all the things that are essential in life. Right. Um, But sometimes I think that we get so like headstrong around that stuff that, that we start to just really maybe get focused too heavily on that stuff um, to the point where we're not thinking about the enjoyment piece of life. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's a mix maybe. I yeah.
0: Know. I think so. I think, um, you know, I, you said have to, I think that at least me personally, when I get to the point of like, I have to do something, it kind of takes any semblance of joy or enjoyment out of it. Right. I mean, I know paying bills isn't really enjoyable, but um the fact that that it's a have to and you, you need to get it done and that, you know, that money's allocated to those things, it just kind of piles on. And I think that, you know, as it, as it continues to grow and you kind of lose the broader vision of what life is and the, the positives, um, it just becomes harder to see it. And I think, you know, I can see in my life in the past when I have got to, you know, kind of a depressed point or um, kind of frustrated with where I am or, or, as opposed to where I think I should be or where I want to be. um, You know, I noticed the joys and the positives are like the first thing to go. Yeah. Um, And really, you know, I would argue that no matter what your situation is, there's still a good amount of positives um, going for you. And I think that, you know, kind of being able to, to filter through some of that and, uh, um, you know, focus more on, what you want out of life instead of just the things that kind of uh, maybe temporarily are holding you back or or getting in your way. Yeah.
1: Well, I think, you know, you bring up a a really good point. And and I think that for me, like a lot of the stuff, it it really kind of comes down to mindset is a huge part of it. Right. Because like you said, those, those positives that are there, they, they do still exist. It's not like they've necessarily vanished. Mm -hmm. Um, It's that maybe we're not, focused on that. Like our mind gravitates towards all the, maybe our stressors in life, right? Like the things that are, you know, weighing us down because we're worried about getting our bills paid and what we have to do and what responsibilities we have. And I do want to note too, like in this episode, we're not saying that to (laughs) get rid of those things or, you know, they're important and they're necessary. But I think a, a, a big part of like living your best life is maintaining all of those things, all of the important stuff, but then, you know, being able to find this good mix between all of that and still, like you said, being able to focus on those positives as well and remembering that they're still there. And, you know, maybe if they have faded away over time, finding new positives, right. Or, you know, creating some sense of enjoyment and excitement and love for your life.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember hearing one time that, um, I don't remember where I heard it, but it was basically that, you know, I think that a lot of society, you think that you go to school and then you get done with school and you start working and you kind of stop learning and growing and, um, you know, improving yourself. And I think that, you know, over the years I've learned that I think when you get out of school and you start working and, and, you know, starting a life, I think that's when you really learn who you are and and kind of find some of those things that make you tick and and kind of grow and should continue to grow throughout your life. And I think, um, you know, as we, as we go through life and, and get into these points to where there's kind of monotony and, and unfulfillment, I think it's very important to, you know, kind of go back to the basics and find those things that, that do excite you and do, um, motivate you and, and, uh, you know, refresh that feeling of, of, almost youthfulness that can, I think, push you, uh, you know, in a way to, to, to stay excited and, and, and kind of avoid some of those monotonous things that come up.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's just it, right? Like I think over, over time we have all of these things that, that worry sets in, right? We've got to, you know, take care of our bills, all the things, our job, you know, and, and then you know, like you were mentioning too, though, like we go to school through our childhood, maybe go to college, whatever. And then, you know, a lot of times that perceived learning just kind of stops then. And now we're in the thick of it. We're doing our jobs, whatever. But, but you're right. Like those are the moments now where we can really kind of start to discover ourselves. Not that you can't throughout school and whatnot. um, But once you kind of get set into life, that's when you really start to feel like who you are and Mm -hmm. how I fit into this world more so, you know? Yeah. And I think you,
0: you know, as you do learn those things of of who you are and, and, and how you fit, I think you, you kind of, you know, you might find that what you're doing is not what you should be doing or, um, you know, maybe these, these things that I'm committed to don't fall into line with my, my why and my passion and, and, you know, the life I want to be living. I think that, you know, it's, it's important to look at what, you know, what are those things that even in the rough times that keep you going and keep you motivated every day, um, and keep you excited and kind of, you know, not, not being afraid to, to maybe make changes if you need to, or, or, uh, make adjustments as you go through life to, to find, find the balance that best suits you and your family and, um, really gives you the things that that you want. I think that you know, especially this day and age, there's a lot of changing in the workforce and and mindsets about the workforce and I think that you know our our age group and and people these days really don't look at you know I'm gonna work and and then enjoy my retirement at the end when I get there. I think you know most people want to work but also enjoy life throughout throughout their life instead of. Um, you know, those 40 years of of uh, giving to a company and then and then enjoying the last few years of your life. So I think that, you know, finding that balance and finding what makes it work for your financial situation and your family and, and the things you want to do.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, in the workforce now too, at least in a lot of places, it seems like that work-life balance is, you know, kind of a buzzword that's going around mm-hmm. and has been for quite a few years, but I think it's actually starting to gain traction. Cause I know, you know, in the United States, we're one of those countries where work is kind of nice. almost top. Yeah. It's top priority and it's, it's our main focus. And I think, you know, though that can be good to some extent, like it, especially if you're doing something you're passionate about, that's awesome. But a lot of people aren't. And, and we life is so much more than just work. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously work is important. It's how we pay our bills and finances keep the roof over our head, things like that and food on the table. But you have to find some sense of enjoyment and, and you brought up a, a, a really good point earlier with the passion piece of it. And I think that's one thing that, that we really need to kind of hard look at is what are our passions in life? You know, what, what does excite us? Like you said, you know, and what keeps us going every day? And I think one huge question to really look at and ask yourself is what does your best life look like? And I think that over time, that answer to that question will probably change a lot. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be, um, the same. It's always evolving and changing, but I think by asking ourselves that question it can give us maybe a good insight into you know where our life is right now and where we where do we want it to be or at least where do we think we want it to be right now and then what do we need to do to get there you know
0: Yeah I think I think you hit the nail on the head there I think um you know when I look at my life in the past and things you know areas where maybe or times that I probably wasn't as happy in in my situation and maybe where I was or money I was making or whatever it might be. I think that, you know, I probably didn't have the biggest plan at the time. And I think that, you know, that's huge on getting to where we want to go is, you know, we can want all we want, um, but without a plan, I guarantee you're never going to get there. And I think, you know, being able to really dive into who you are and, you know, be honest with yourself on who you are and the things that that motivate you and, and kind of light that fire can help you really build a good plan on how to get to where you want to be. Um, and rather than that kind of wishful, you know, I wish my life was like this or, uh, things would be better if, if it was like this, you know, wh- why not, you know, life is not meant to be something easy. I think that, uh, you know, but if you can work a plan and and you know know that you'll stumble at some point, but at least stay focused on a point and try to get there. I think that that adds a level of excitement and, and joy to to the things we're doing, even if it's you know if you're working a job and it's a job you don't like. Um, you know, Logan mentioned mindset. Mindsets. A, if you know it's if it's a job you don't like, but you know you're not going to work it for the rest of your life it's temporary. It's a, it's a means to an end. And, you know, it can help in those situations, I think, where you feel like the world's kind of weighing you down and, and things aren't really going your way. As long as you have that light at the end of the tunnel of, you know, this is where I'm going to get to. And these are the steps I need to do to get there.
1: Yeah. Well, and, the, and, the, and that honestly is exactly it though. Like, and you, it, you bring up a, a great point about like, if you're working in a job that you're not happy really, right. And you're, you've got like, hopefully this light at the end of the tunnel, but what is that light? Right. Uh I think identifying what that is, like if, I mean, identifying the fact that you're unhappy in your job in and of itself is a huge step, right? Once you've identified that though, okay, it's like, then what? And that's where this planning piece comes in is and you know, we've talked about self-assessment and, you know, like being real and honest with yourself, but it, that's kind of key to a lot of this, right. Is, you know, being able to really take a deep dive, hard look into your situation, your life, and not only where you're at, but where do you want to go? And then kind of start looking at at this plan of how to get there. And when we talk about, though, living your best life, I think a huge part of it is making sure that we're actually taking time and carving it out of our schedules to ensure it's just like wellness as a whole, Right that we're taking time to do things that are good for us, but things that we're passionate about, things that really excite us and that we look forward to. And like, I love the phrase spark joy, Mm -hmm. you know, like find those things that really, truly spark joy for us and make us happy. And, you know, I think on top of that though is finding new stuff, you know, having new adventures, new experiences. And like, you know, because I think that's part of the monotony that we talk about too, right? Like, okay, maybe we are doing some stuff that we enjoy, but life still kind of feels monotonous. Well, sometimes we need to mix it up a bit, you Mm -hmm. know, add something new. And it doesn't mean you have to get rid of the things that you do enjoy that you are doing consistently and you've built a routine around, but sometimes they do become a little monotonous even in and of themselves
0: yeah I think you know with the monotony, I think it builds like a sense of of uh or a la- a sense of a lack of control right in your in your day to day and your um and in your life because you you know you can reach a point where you feel like no matter what I do, it's not going my way right and I think that adding in some of those things that you do love and carving out time to make sure that you know you do enjoy even if it's fifteen minutes a day, but at least that's your time during the day. kind of release and not think about the stuff that's stressing you I think also um you know building that roadmap really can help kind of give you ownership again and almost put you back in the driver's seat of you know I'm not just kind of you know bouncing off the bumpers of life on what's what I have to do I am but I know that I'm going to put the work in and I'm going to focus on these areas to hopefully you know pick myself up or you know rise myself up another level in my work or or uh, gain more freedom in my my personal time whenever it might be i think that you know using those tools can help i think break up a little bit of the monotony just in in uh, kind of changing the mindset of you know i do own some of this i'm not just you know answering to the man all the time right um, i think that you know it's interesting in life we we plan all kinds of things, right? You plan vacation, you plan grocery shopping, you plan meals, but I think it's so easy to just forget, well, where do I want to go? You know, how how am I going to get there? How how am I going to change my situation because it just feels so heavy? And I think that you know, mapping that out and 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 you know, really putting some uh um intention in it can can really help um kind of pull you out of those, those ruts. And, and like I said, just give you that ownership back and, and, you know, give you a goal.
1: Yeah. I think the, uh, intention setting is, is a huge piece of it is, you know, and, and, and really a lot of this stuff, it it just does come down to pure planning, right. And, and having the intention set and then how do we want to get there? And, you know, but like you mentioned, uh, like a vacation, for example, and all like the planning around that. But, um, you know, I think that like, that's a huge one though, where traveling can kind of get us out of our bubble. Mm -hmm. Um, It might be stressful planning it, paying for it, things like that. Um, But, you know, that kind of plays into those new experiences. Go somewhere you haven't been before um, or, or just anything. If you can't afford to travel, you know, there's so many things locally that a person could do within their social groups, things like that, that could really kind of start to navigate you outside of your little box, if you will. And, you know, maybe show you something that, that you didn't know you liked, or, you know, even just having that new experience in and of itself, Um, whether it's good or bad. um, I think a lot of times like, and we've talked about this on a previous episode, but like actually having those experiences. Cause they, even if it's a bad experience overall, well now we know, yeah, you yeah. know, but I think ultimately it's, it's the fact of seeking out new things that, you know, keep things, I guess, spiced up a little bit in our life and keep it exciting. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, we're so habitual as a, as a people, just we get into these habits and we get in these routines and, and, I think no matter what you do, you seem to form some form of a habit, whether it's how you go to work, how you, what you make for dinner during the week, what you, what restaurants you go to when you don't make dinner. Um, And I think, you know, like Logan mentioned, just those little changes and little um, alterations to your day to day and your week to week can really help kind of give you that excitement. I think, again, I think even, you know, you said, talk about vacationing, even staycationing at your house and actually enjoying your house and not thinking about, I have to go to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. Maybe enjoy the space, enjoy the neighborhood, get outside. I mean, any of those little things can really help. Um, I think, you know, pull your head up out of the water a little bit and give you a new glimpse of, of what, what those positive things are in your life and, and, uh, to help you start building.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, actually a really good point too with the staycation piece because sometimes that's all we need. It's like a, it's different, right? I mean, how many times do we actually take a staycation? A lot of times it is this big planned event where we're, you know, trying to take a trip somewhere and, and there is all this planning and, and that's great. But you know, sometimes that's all we need is just a little staycation, something that's different. It might allow us some time to focus on the things that we really truly are passionate about or the things that do excite us. It, it opens up that that you know whether it's a week off work or even just a couple days you know where you can focus on you and the things that you really truly love or you know maybe it's it's some of the stressors that have piled up maybe that staycation can help you knock a few of those off your plate so that you can kind of you know move forward a little more stress free but i think that's where the planning piece comes in right cuz you know we we have to be more intentional with everything that we do Um, and that can help, I guess, free up those moments. Like we were talking about carving out time, Mm -hmm. right. Um, because it's so important to just take that time for ourselves to, you know, do things that, that keep us motivated, keep us refreshed and keep us living our best life, you know? And I think a big way to kind of do that is, you know, after we start, kind of figuring out what is important to us and stuff is really creating kind of like a bucket list, really, Um, or even just journaling down a bunch of ideas or in a note on your phone, something that, you know, kind of keeps these things on your forefront. But one thing that for me is I try and like pick something and I'll try and plan it, like whether it's a vacation or, or, you know, say somebody's getting married, whatever it might be, it's a future dated thing that I can look forward to. And, and then I'm always kind of, I try and always have some of those available. So there's always something I'm excited for and, yeah. and looking forward to down the road.
0: And I think that helps too on the, on the work side. I mean, at least you know that, you know, I'm not just working to survive, but I'm, I'm working cause yeah, I have to, I want to go on this trip. I want to do these fun things. Um, but I also think, you know, being able to, you know, I use the note a lot on my phone because you'll you know you see stuff. I I, I see commercials for places to vacation. You see people talk about places they've been, um, and I try to fill it anytime I hear something. Oh, that sounds good, or that place looks like it might be fun to go check out, and then just put in that note. To otherwise, you lose it. I, I think that you know, in in the past, I've noticed that I life's so fast, and and we're so distracted easily. I think that. Um, You know, having that list of of things you want to do, it's not that you forget that you want to do stuff, but I think it just makes it more intentional that I took the time, I wrote it down, um, I review this regularly just to to keep it in the forefront of your mind, that way you don't lose it and end up, you know, 10 years down the road, you're like, man, I always wanted to go to Fiji or wherever it might be, um, but I never made it. I think that that intentionality piece and and taking the time to write it down really can help, um, you know help you really solidify that, you know, someday I'm going to get there.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so true though. Cause I mean, honestly, I feel like that's half of it most of the time is that, you know, we are as a society just so go, go, go all the time. Um, that a lot of times we don't even take the time to note down what it is that we might want to do. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where like a bucket list comes in, but in order to get that, we have to kind of have some ideas and stuff and, I know for me, like that often starts from like the notes feature on my phone too. And, you know, I'm not always the best about it, but I try to be is, is when I identify something that seems like it might spark a little joy in my life or at least mildly excites me, I'm kind of like, okay, I need to note this down and maybe go research it later. Mm -hmm. And then once I start researching it, I'm like, holy cow, this actually looks really cool. Or I I'd have a lot of fun doing this, I think, or I'd at least like to try it, you know, and then, then you can kind of add that into your list of things to do. Um, and then if you can better yet plan it out, pick a date, you know, set something aside. Cause I think that's a huge part of this is, is really like we talk about this monotony, but is, is breaking that up, Mm -hmm. putting a barrier in between all that monotony, And, you know, we still have all these important things in life that we have to do, but if we can even just break it up a smidge and, and have these like, you know, point markers placed in there where we have things to look forward to. And then once we actually get to that point though, if we're actually enjoying those things, you know, it, it just adds a nice refresher in for us. And
0: yeah, I think, you know, and you talk about breaking it up. I think even you know, from a financial standpoint, traveling is expensive. Trips are expensive, but I think that in today's day and age, it's so easy to to book something and actually pay for it. Let's say you book it a year out, then you can make payments until you go, or you can, you know, make it work for you financially. But there's there's many ways to make I think traveling and exploring and uh, all those things fit whatever uh, you know everyone's financial position is. Um, I think a lot of times that weighs us down on, I don't want to, I don't have extra excess, you know, money to go spend and take trips and stuff. But I think there's, there's always ways to work around that. And I think make it fit into your budget to where you can still adventure and and enjoy the things that are out there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, along those lines too is, you know, I found myself being honest with myself and respond, you know, kind of a level of responsibility on my expectations of, um, you know if it's a vacation if it's whatever it is that that I would like to do um you know have that level of honesty with yourself on this is a reasonable thing I can do and this is not a reasonable thing I can do like I'm not going to go tour Europe for 2 weeks it's just not financially where I'm at but you know I can still go on vacation and I can still you know enjoy things and go hiking and and get out and about and and do the things I enjoy um within my means and I think that that's another area that, that I think, you know, at times people probably put excess burden on themselves because they feel like they have to go on this big vacation when maybe it's not the right financial choice for them. Um, and, you know, being able to just be open with yourself, I think will will help um, avoid additional stress. Maybe if, you know, you're trying to do that relaxing thing or change things up, but now you're overly stressed because you overextended yourself or whatever it might be.
1: Yeah. Well, and it, you know, it is kind of a little off topic, but it ties in here. It's like, you know, I think like we got this whole social media battle in life, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's good for so many things, but then it's got a lot of negatives that come along with it. And I think that's one of the big negatives that sometimes, you know, social media allows us like a, a peek into other people's life, but it, it's a peek into often the best parts of their life and the things that they want us to see. And, and we start to see those things. And then we start to kind of evaluate our own lives based off that and, you know, start to feel less than if that makes sense. And, you know, that's, I, I, the reason I bring this up is because I think that that's a huge part of, you know, you bring up all this stuff, right? Like maybe we can't afford to go on this big European trip for two weeks and travel the country. Right. But the reality is, is that you know, going up for a hike or something like that, you know, obviously it's maybe not the same thing, but it's still exciting. It can still be fun. There's small things, inexpensive things, um, or very completely free things that we can do on our own terms that still bring a lot of joy and excitement. And, and it's those things that we need to be focused on the most is making sure that we're adding those in and kind of like leaving a trail of breadcrumbs of all these like smaller, exciting things all the time, um, that kind of keep us going, but things that we're so passionate about all the same, you know, and then those bigger things like big trips and stuff like that. I mean, you'll fit them in when you can, you know, when you feel like you can financially do those things and do them right. Like, you know, that's great, but they don't always have to be these big, exciting things. And I think that's sometimes, where social media can kind of be a detractor for us because we start to see all of the, you know, big flashy things, right? The wow factor stuff that we see. And then that's what we get focused on. And then when we realize, well, shoot, we can't do that right now in our life. We don't have the finances. We don't have the time, the vacation, whatever, you know, then we can kind of start to almost feel a little down and out. Mm -hmm. But the reality is there's a whole other slew of things. And that's why it's so important to sit down. You know, if you're wanting to truly intentionally live your best life, you need to start looking at what are my actual passions and focus on those, you know, and maybe travel is one of those. That's great, right? So then figure out a plan of how you're going to do that. But in the meantime, I'm sure all of us have smaller passions that are more uh, freely attainable um, on a more regular basis that aren't going to cost us an arm and a leg, you know? Yeah. I think,
0: uh, you know, the topic is living your best life, not your neighbor's best life. So I think that, you know, having that ability to to know what you like and what you need and, and the things you enjoy and not worry about what, you know, what other people are, are doing with their life and their free time. And I think, you know, if we all could do a little bit more of that, it probably would make the world a better place. I think that, uh, you know, that envy and, and um, jealousness, I think, is so detrimental to, to our own personal advancement and personal growth um, that Logan mentioned. And I think that, you know, it is a big negative of social media and, uh, you know, just being able to stay in your lane and, and and enjoy the things you do and not worry what others are doing is a huge, um, I think a huge tool and a huge benefit to, to attaining the things you want. And, uh, but one of those things, I think we all have to kind of rein in every now and then, um, because I mean, you can't lie, you see some of that stuff and it looks awesome.
1: So. Yeah. And you know what? Great. If it does and it sparks joy for you and it's something you really want to do, use it. It's again, this this comes down to mindset, right? Yeah. Cause you can look at that and, and just like you said, right? You see it and it's like, okay, so put it on your list, right? Add it to your list. Don't let it get you down though. Just look at it, take it. If it's something you want to do that bad, put it on your list and do it for you though. Do it because it's something you're passionate about. Don't do it like you said. Don't (laughs) try to compare yourself to your neighbor. Like we're not doing this for Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff for the social aspect of it. We're doing it for us Mm -hmm. and that's what it should be about. And that's the whole point of living your best life. You're not living somebody else's best life. You're living yours. And I think to do that, we really need to take a deep dive into what we're passionate about, what excites us, and then start finding those things. And then working toward them, creating that plan, creating that bucket list, journaling about it, you know, talking with your friends, family, and getting something set up. And if it's something expensive, that's where the plan comes in. Figure it out. You know, over time, you don't have to do it this moment, but there, again, like we said before, there are other things that you can do that you can fill those spaces in between, but still provide some like reprieve and really be able to deep dive and enjoy life you know, in the meantime, between all the bigger, you know, quote unquote events.
0: Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, I think it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments.
1: So today we've got a couple quotes for you. Um, The first here is uh, by C.S. Lewis, and it says, you are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream.
0: And the second quote for you is from Joe Lewis. You only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough.
1: I really like that quote. That's very solid. Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on new episodes. And you can also drop a review on the Apple podcast app.
0: Alrighty Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.